Should a healthy Terrence Steele start over Tyron Smith at right tackle? All that more in this episode of Locked On Cowboys Podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. We've also got another special guest for you today. <laughs> it is Vach Lombardi. Uh, check him out on Twitter at Vach Lombardi. Check his uh, show out on YouTube. It's absolutely fantastic. Vach, how are you doing today, sir? Appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me. I won't uh, do this very long because we got a lot to talk about. So <laughs> let's get into it. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, so we're going to be talking offensive line today. This is what we love to talk about. So we're going to start at right tackle because listen, I know Vach has some hot takes with the offensive line. So let's <laughs> let's get right into it. Uh, Vach, who, who do you think should start at right tackle assuming everybody is healthy? Should it be Tyron Smith? Should it be Terrence Steele? What are your thoughts? I mean, this this shouldn't be much to talk about here. There shouldn't be very much debate here. And I, you know, shouts out to everybody listening, however you're listening. But I just, I just please come to the YouTube so you can see my face. Come to the YouTube so you can see Phil Collins' face <laughs> behind me. Just the, the whole vibe of this whole conversation. When this first came out that Terrence Steele could possibly be a guard, I was like, oh, this can't be true. This this makes no sense. I watch film. You guys watch film. Nothing indicates, you know, how good Terrence Steele was last year that he's just going to show up and be at a whole different spot. And we saw what Tyron Smith looks like at right tackle. There's no way that we watch the same film on Tyron Smith, and that would indicate that he would be starting over Terrence Steele at right tackle. We saw what Tyler Smith did, right? Tyler Smith was a dude. We looked at him, and we watched all of the draft stuff. We go, oh, Tyler Smith would be fantastic mauling people at guard. The Cowboys said the same thing. They put him at guard. He went through the whole preseason at guard. You know what we did? We said, hold on, trick question, daily double. You get to play tackle now. You know what Tyler Smith did? Because he's talented, because he's a specimen, he did both. Even in the season, he did both. So with my common sense, right, if my antenna's turned on, right, something would tell us, not just the the three of us talking right now, but the millions of people listening right now, that our front line should be Tyron, Tyler S., Tyler B., Kratos, Zach Martin, and then we'll just pick Aaron Steele at right tackle because he's probably the best tackle on the team that we have right now. That's what common sense would say. Right. So when I heard that the Cowboys could possibly be putting Terrence Steele anywhere, whether the bench or left guard, <laughs> I ran at, at right tackle just so that Tyler can stay at left. Look, Tyler did great, but Tyler ain't great enough for me to be moving everybody else like that, especially when this front office and this team has publicly said, hey, when we want to do one thing, we don't want to move two people. Yeah. Now you're moving two people and you're moving sides. So this whole thing sounds fake. It sounds like nonsense. Mike McCarthy likes to run these practices where jerseys don't have numbers. You know, we, you know, you know, you know, Mike McCarthy tells us, oh, we're looking at tight end, tight end, tight end. First round is going to be Michael Mayer, Mozzie Smith, or Bergeron, whatever. So this feels like a lie. This sounds like a lie. So we really won't know until Oxnard. But boy, if we roll up in training camp practice and Tyron Smith is at right tackle and Terrence Steele is healthy and he's on the sideline or at guard, I'm going to riot. Landon? 
I, 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 there's so much I got to touch on here. First of all, I, I completely agree with all of it. Second of all, I, you said something last night, on, or uh, maybe it was two, two nights on, on your show, that really stuck out to me, and I think you just brought up here. And, and, and the quote was, don't it seem like big media is being lied to? <laughs> and I, I have been talking about this with Marcus for a while, that it just feels different than it has than it did with Garrett. It feels different with McCarthy, that he has no problem just not telling them the truth. Uh, and honestly, honestly, a lot of that, uh, uh, and, and you know, smoke screens and all that, it just felt like the last few years we've gotten a lot of misdirection out of out of big media, and 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 you know, completely Cowboys go zag completely the one way when we've heard zig from from them, right? I, I just wanted to point out one other thing that that you had brought up on your show that had been kind of evidenced that maybe this uh, Terrence Steele at guard thing is is real and it's the michael gelkin tweet right and i think you know which one i'm talking about it would be a surprise if a healthy tyron smith does not start at right tackle i'm gonna put on my tinfoil hat here real quick okay Hmm. and i'm gonna dissect that first sentence because to me it doesn't say i would be surprised if a healthy tyron smith doesn't start at right tackle it says it would surprise not him Hmm. necessarily not people my point being I think the Cowboys are stuck in a political problem. They're stuck in a in a problem where they probably promised Tyron Smith that hey, you would be a starter. You come back, we'll we'll you know we'll work your deal. Uh, you'll come back and be a starter. But the problem is, is they also really want to start left Tyler Smith at left tackle. They still want to keep him there, and they know what they've got in Terrence Steele. I just straight up do not believe the Terrence Steele stuff. Like it's, I just have a hard time believing it. If you had not heard the Michael Gelkin tweet, Doc, like, would you still feel like this is all just a huge, big smokescreen? Did the Gelkin tweet, like, really change your mind as to whether the Cowboys are serious about moving Terrence Steele to guard? So I did see it. And shout out to you for watching my show. Appreciate you. And, you know, this isn't to say that big media, that they're wrong or that something's wrong with their stuff. They're very reliable people. Big yeah. meat, they're ve- they're the best. Shots out, they're the best in the business, right? Yeah. But they can't help what they hear, or they can't help what people tell them. I'm sure that they really heard this somewhere. But mm-hmm. like we've been seeing this whole offseason, hey, Mike McCarthy will lie to us and laugh in our face when he lies to us, right? So mm-hmm. I did read that tweet, and that did make me feel like, okay, well, it's inevitable that if they feel like Terrence is the best five, the only place left over is that guard. But the way I see it, though, like I really see it. And I'm no pro. I'm just some dude on the internet on Locked On, you know, Cowboys podcast. You know, is Tyler Smith is a specimen, right? Mm -hmm. That's why he's able to play multiple spots. Terrence Steele had to work to get here, right? Terrence Steele had to become a master at right tackle. And boy, him next to Zach Martin, boy, those 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 zone combos, you know what I mean? Working 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 three tech to front side backer, down blocks to backside backer. It's a thing of art. And he worked to get there. Duke, Duke Mannyweather put on whatever kind of magic that he that he puts on these people, where they just show up and they're just better. He did the work. Tyler Smith is good enough to move left tackle to right tackle, and we saw him do it. He didn't even practice right tackle. He just said, hey, I did it at Tulsa. We'll figure it out on the way, and it worked for him. I don't want to play those games with Terrence Steele. And we know the Cowboys typically don't play those games with these people. So why would Terrence, why would they want to play those games with Terrence Steele? So this, this is probably smoke. 
This is probably mess. This is probably nonsense. Terrence Steele, you know, lost weight. So there's no way he's playing inside if he lost weight. (laughs) You know, Terrence Steele has been getting mental reps at right tackle. There's no way they're going to put him at left guard and he's getting mental reps at right tackle, at uh, left guard. So let's just hope that common sense prevails here. Let's just hope that Tyler Smith is going to be a left guard. Because, look, at the end of the day, ultimately what's going to happen is knock on wood or whatever, but, boy, if Tyron Smith plays 18 games, you, you have made a fool of me. Right, but when, but when that day happens, fine, we'll go back to our regular life. Tyler will go to left tackle, Terrence will be at right tackle, and we're gonna have to figure out left guard. Hopefully, Chuma Dog is ready. If that happens, we're all the happiest fools in Cowboys, right? There you go. There you go. Doesn't this just feel like a problem that the Cowboys are kind of pushing down the road? Like, hey, yeah. something's gonna happen. Either Terrence Steele's not gonna be ready for the season, or Tyron Smith isn't gonna be, you know, make it through training camp, and we'll figure it out once we get a little bit closer to September, but. In June, you know, June 1st, we're just we're not that concerned about where everybody's lining up right now. Well, I think Landon made a made a fantastic point. Like we we both kind of agree. Like this is the whole politics thing. And this isn't the, the the first time Cowboys have done this, right? We're sitting up here just tapping our watch. When is Tony Pollard gonna be the main guy? And Zeke will go out there, get a one yard gain, and we're gonna go, boy, it's like we're 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 just being bad on purpose. Right. We're just being bad on purpose. How many tight ends have we sent to the graveyard because we yeah. just don't want we looked at Jason Witten and said, Boy, look at how Jason Witten is just reviving his career as a blocking guy, just to not play Martellus. But you know, it, it's it's just I, this whole cowboy politic. And I don't want to move on from Tyron Smith. I love Tyron Smith. I grew up, mm-hmm. I'm I'm 30, so I am a Tyron Smith baby. But if Tyron Smith's gonna be the reason why Terrence can't fly, then Tyron gotta go or sit. All right, let's talk about who we expect to start at left guard in week one when we get back. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That is $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Kind of like the Nuggets to win this series in five, maybe six. We'll see. Uh, There's no better place to bet on all the playoff action than America's number one sports book, Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That is FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. We want to thank you for making On Cowboys your first listen of the day. Every day on tomorrow's show, we're going to break down all the news and notes coming out of OTA practices. So make sure you guys tune in for that. All right, let's talk about the left guard situation because and I think all of us would love to see Tyler Smith playing yeah. that spot. But if it's not Tyler Smith, who do you think it'll be? It should be Chuma Doga. For some reason, they have confidence in Chuma Doga. So much confidence to where when we're in the draft, we're looking, you know, second round right in the eye. They said, hey, we've got to get this block and tight end with this, with this, uh, with this low key athleticism. You know, he, and and look, Luke, Luke is already older and bigger than everybody else. So maybe he is ready to just come in day one and just, you know, be a guy for you. And I do think Luke has his place. But um, you know. We know that the Cowboys were looking at Mozzie and Bergeron. And I love what um Will McClay had to say. He was like, hey, man, listen, I can find you a guard anywhere. I can find you a guard later. Mm. But when are we going to have a chance to, to get Mozzie, right? So just based on that conversation that Cowboys.com released, that leads me to believe that guard wasn't a conversation, which leads me to believe, to believe that they really want Tyler to play left tackle. Like, like there's just all your answers right there. But – we didn't end up getting the guard as 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 early. So if we didn't invest premium picks in guard, 
Well, that just leads me to believe that they either have faith in Chuma Dog or we just kept rolling the dice. We ran out of dudes that we really liked. Shouts out to Asim Richards, but I don't think he's going to be ready. Mm-hmm, no. if, if Bergeron would have played, he may have been a guy that you could play at the end of the season and he'll just come in and play good left guard for you. So just the way things look, uh, Tyler should be, and this is Vash Lombardi speaking, nobody else. I, I don't know nothing, but Tyler Smith should be your first left guard. If anything goes bad, it should be a competition with Chuma Doga, Matt Fornyak. Fornyak is probably your swing interior dude, mm-hmm. that new Joe Looney type guy. Um, but but I only want to see I only want to see Chuma Doga if Tyron gets hurt and Tyler has to go to left tackle. That's what I want. Yeah, they clearly have like some sort of thought that that Chuma is is a guard that is with untapped potential here, right? I mean, he, he only played I think like two or three games of guard in his NFL career, almost none in, in college. And, and as a, as a body type, just, I mean, he looks like a guard, you know, he, he's, he's, except he's very leggy. He's, he's he yeah. got a very weird body, right? It's like, he's very leggy, kind of a short torso, but overall short. Like he's, I think he's sub six, four, he's six, three ish. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, he looks sort of like a guard because he is kind of stocky, but with long legs, I, I tend to agree with you. Like, it, you know, they, Everything that they've did in the offseason so far, nothing precludes it from Tyler Smith sliding into left guard. But it does seem to indicate that they want to try to play Tyler Smith at left tackle first. I, I just tend to think that they aren't going to be hard headed about it and that they, you know, they'll try, they want to continue, they'll probably end up doing the opposite of what they did last year, right? And, and, and practice Tyler Smith at left tackle throughout the training camp and then end up kicking him into guard when it's time to pick your best five. So uh, I do agree that I think that it's, you know, a, a Farniak, a, a Dogba kind of competition if something, you know, doesn't, ha- if Tyler Smith doesn't slide inside or if they don't add another veteran in here. Um, I'm very interested to see like why they have seemingly a very high level of confidence in Chuma Doga because they tried to trade for him last year as well. Mm-hmm. And and I, I don't know that they were trading for him to be a tackle. So they must feel like they there is a lot of untapped potential for him at guard that, that we just haven't seen yet. Uh, Vach, I want to ask you a question about this left guard spot. At what point would you be interested in going out and inquiring a veteran guard, whether that's Dalton Reisner or Andrew Norwell or whoever you – pick your name right is it now is it after training camp is it early in the season do you want to give these young guys as many reps as possible what are your thoughts there so this Norwell thing that just happened that kind of changed yeah. things a little bit because I don't because I don't think that Dalton Riser was was like really good I actually went back to go watch him uh Norwell could could change it, it could change things a little bit right but if we know anything about the Cowboys like they like their guys they they like their dudes. They've built this team. They just kind of want to run with them. If we add anybody else, it's going to be oh this this linebacker that we never heard of. That's the fifth guy on something to try. Like it's it's going to be some dude like that. Yeah. And no disrespect to that to that linebacker, right? But you know, I just got to trust this front office, man. Every time I see something and Will McClay does it, I go, who is this character? <laughs> J. Ron Curse plays special teams for the Lions. Why would I be excited about him? And boy, you know, so. I just think we should all have faith in Will McClay. Now, Chuma Doug, he was a USC, right? And yep. I just yes. I just remember him being like just this raw kind of tackle, you know, yes. could move around a little bit. And he I'm ran like, a hundred meter dash in high school, if I'm not mistaken. Like like it broke records as a sprinter in high yeah. school. Yeah. He's a weird, yeah. weird athlete. Strange dude. So I have yeah. no clue what that's gonna look like trying to maul people in <laughs> And at guard. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, I, I mean, we'll see. But if I know anything about Dak Prescott, 
I've seen this dude play on offensive lines with, you know, 40 year old Jason Peters, uh, both, both Connors, uh, both cams, you know? So if anything, that, that can lead this team to 12 and five with the 32nd pass rush win rate. Right. So as long as we're solid up front, Chuma, I don't think Chuma though can, can, can bring the whole house down, can but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Tyrus Fitch just plays as much as, as much as he possibly can. And, you know, Tyler can play the, the, and look, just to be clear, because I haven't said this here, I think Tyler Smith would be a really good left tackle. But I think he'll be like an all-pro type guard. Yes. That's just how I feel. I think Tyler Smith could be the best guard in the league right now. He's just a freak, and he can also play left, you know, left tackle really good. And left tackle is a little more premium, and it's and it's harder to find. And you really don't get good left tackles unless you suck and you draft in the in the top fifteen or so, right? But you can find guards anywhere. So just me, I like the overkill. I want to put Tyler where you know where where he's best at. But if we got to play him at tackle. And that's what Will wants. Lamb attack. All right, enough with this starting offensive line talk. Let's dig deep and talk about our favorite down-the-roster sleeper offensive lineman for the Dallas Cowboys next. All right, our last question here. Botch, who is your favorite down-the-roster offensive lineman that we should all be watching as we get into OTAs and training camp later this summer? So, man, that's a strange question because, boy, if they're not good enough to start, I may not like them for real, right? <laughs> uh, you know, but if I could just That's talk- why I asked you. I wanted to see your answer here. <laughs> well, if I could just talk about the young guys that we got undrafted, you know, you know, when grading young linemen, right, there's growers and there's showers, right? So Bostic is a guy who's a grower. I look at him and I really don't see it. I don't see it on film with him, right? But he has a cool little body type. He could be a mm-hmm. Terrence Steele built type dude. Solid athleticism, good length. Looks like he doesn't really know how to play football just yet. But with with some solid coaching and maybe the Duke Mannyweather school of outstanding offensive linemen, we never know what he's going to be in in three years, right? Cowboys did it with with Terrence. And like I said, shots out of Terrence. Terrence put in the time to to do his work. Uh, So maybe that's what they're thinking with with, uh, Bostic. But he's not showing me right now. TJ Bass, on the other hand, he shows me what he Mm -hmm. is. Like you see exactly what he is, right? Like that that dude is physical. That dude is mean. He also needs to clean up some things. But you see exactly what TJ Bass is. So if I had to like forecast anything for this year, I don't think neither one of them are gonna do very much for you this year. I think TJ Bass is is much closer than oh, Bostic okay. though. Like Bostic has the much higher ceiling. And if you are patient and you want to sit by the microwave and wait for that thing to get done, then cool. Then Bostic would be your guy. Like he has the upside. The same thing with a lot of these pass rushes that we could talk about another day. But those guys, you know, uh Bostic seems like he has a clear plan to what he could be one day, right? If Bass plays today for you, I don't know how much better he's going to get. I don't know how much he can improve. Like, he's a floor guy. He, he can do this yeah. right now. He's a Molly guy right now. Off-season, you know, peanut butter protein, things like that. Get him a little bigger. He's probably going to, you know what I mean, lose a little bit of weight, come back swole. Bars. There you go. Some built bars come back bigger than everybody else. Then sure, then then sure, TJ Bass can put that power to that nastiness that he has. And hey, man, Bass may be a dude that can be new Fornyak for you, right? So that's kind of those roles. But hey, besides that, I don't really see it in uh, you know, some of these other characters that I've been watching. But hey, training camp is you know right around the corner. We'll see. Landon? I I think very similarly, I, I might have a higher floor on where I think TJ Bass can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe in uh, what I've seen in him on tape. And I do agree that uh, I wish his power was quite up to his uh, nice. nastiness level. I, I definitely agree there. Uh, but I can't, I can't produce nastiness in the locker room. I, uh, you know what I'm saying? I can produce muscle. So 
I, I tend to agree. I, I think that TJ Bass may be able to make a little bit of noise as early as this year. Uh, I, I think he'll, you know, probably uh, – I don't think he's going to actually win the starting job, but I think he will be in competition uh, for a while if they're going to have an open competition at left guard. Sure. Uh, because I do think that the move inside is is going to really help accentuate his strengths and and help kind of limit some of the the weakness of his game, which is mostly just you know pass sets, you know, just kind of getting out and 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 you know he gets kind of caught in space where he oversets and then gets beat inside, you know, and then under you know his tendency is to underset because he's not a, a great foot athlete like that. Though, despite not being a great pass protector, he is very good on the second level. He can get to the second level, seal off linebackers, all of which again points to him being a good guard. So uh, I, I tend to think that he can do something. He can, you know, potentially maybe even make the team as a backup. Um, and then maybe comes back next year as a, a, a guy that could, you know, push for a starting spot. Um, it, but I, you know, at that point, who knows, maybe Asim Richards has kind of elevated his game and started to, to take, take that spot as well. So I do think that they, they, these guys are, are are good good building blocks, and you mentioned Bostic as well, who's just you know basically a ball of clay at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think you're right that as far as any of these guys who may potentially be kind of adding to the team at any point during this season, uh, I, I think it's Bass, and then you know maybe Richards if if he you know surprises us in, in training camp. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got a question, right? So yeah. just Cowboys team building, right? This wasn't even on your on your uh, rundown sheet. I just got a question here. Cowboys yeah. team building. Do you think that the Cowboys are more likely to go one swing tackle or to have a backup left tackle That's and a, a backup question. right tackle? Right. I was just I was just kind of yeah. pondering that, and you know, well, last, this, this is yeah. perfect because I was going to ask you this. I, I was going to ask, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on Matt Willetsko, who was my sleeper offensive lineman? It seems like they're kind of training him to be the backup left tackle. Yeah. I mean, you just don't find guys that are six, seven, three twenty with this kind of length. Right. Do you think he has any chance at all to kind of be that backup left tackle? I think Tyler Smith is your is your backup left tackle, right? That so, might be the answer, right? That's what makes this all complicated, right? Is that I, I tend to think that last year and the year before that, they did start to switch, Vok, to like a left side and right side offensive lineman model, right? As mm-hmm. opposed to a swing tackle. They've got left tackles. They've got right tackles. Then they've got guys who can also play left guard and right guard that, that are playing right tackle and left tackle, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm wondering now that Solari's in here, like does that – does that model change back? Do they go back to more of a swing tackle model? Uh, I tend to think, I mean, I don't know how you feel, but I actually preferred this last model. I preferred having guys stay on a side. And mm-hmm. then, you know, if you need to reduce down to guard, it's great to have guys who can play tackle and guard. Uh, but, I, you know, with the Cowboys in general, just kind of going uh, on a track of just drafting tackles and not really even drafting guards that much, you know, just trying to draft tackles who can reduce down into play guard. I think it makes some sense to kind of keep guys on their side, have them practice. Let me, cause as you know, Vok, like the footwork's all the same, right? If, if you can, your zone footwork on the left side, whether you're playing guard or, or tackle, it's all the same. As long as you know, your landmarks, your footworks, you, you can practice both at the same time at guard and tackle sure. as long as you're doing it from the same side. So uh, I tend to think that that makes practice easier. It makes the substitutions easier. Uh, it just makes hand placement and everything a lot easier for when they have to transition from one position to the other. 
Sure. And it, it, it could be a mindset that, you know, maybe if we had like a veteran dude, they can play both sides, but the Cowboys yeah. like to lean on these young guys. Right. Yeah. So, so Richards is a guy that, I mean, he can play everything, but Hey, they just want to put him at just left side dude. Tyler Smith is a left side dude. Now, which of those does he play? Hey, you know, we don't know, but we don't really know who's going to play where, because we don't know if awesome Richards is going to be focused more yeah. for left or uh, uh, for guard or, um or um, tackle. So, we have a lot of left side dudes. Tyler Bass is a left side, a left side player. He's a guard mm-hmm. and tackle. Technically, he'll probably be a guard, but left, but left side yeah. guy. So yeah. th- does that make? Well, let's go your right tackle dude. Like, it, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of questions, you know, that we uh, that we have right now. And you know, with the OTAs, they they kind of put anybody anywhere. Oh, well, let's go go play center or something. Just see what it looks like, right? And we're well, just- they're not competing. Like, like we're, we're we're viewing it like they're competing, and this is oh. the depth chart. That's not what they're doing. They're just teaching these guys how to to run the play. So it's right. like they're going to throw guys wherever they can to teach them, basically. Right, right, one hundred percent. So when we get to camp, that's when we, I keep saying that. That's when we're really going to know. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm just I'm just interested in that because. However, that gets you know you know worked out or whatever. If you're awesome, Richards. If you play tackle and you're not swing tackle, then you're just backup left tackle. But yeah. you could also be backup left guard guy. Mm-hmm. And um, they were saying in in the Cowboys draft show something like that 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 they wanted to keep him there that he could do all those things because if you're awesome, Rich, you don't want him playing. All right, awesome, we want to practice left tackle, left guard, right guard, and right tackle with you because now you run into this Jalen Tober problem where you put too much on the plate of this young yep. guy and that could ruin him. So I just I just thought that was an interesting question. I'm probably going to ask later on Twitter. I said it here first. <laughs> you, you, all I know you, you got the preview on Twitter, guys. You got you the go. preview here first. Uh, all I know is I'm fired up for training camp. We're going to learn yeah. so much about this Cowboys offensive line, and there are a lot of young players to get really excited about. We mentioned TJ Bass, mentioned Matt Farniak. We've got Earl Bostic, who I'm not sure can play football, but we'll find out pretty quickly out. at camp, and Matt will let's go. So should be a lot of fun. Uh, that is it for today's show. We want to thank Buck Lombardi for coming in and joining our show and gracing us with his presence uh, we will be sure to have him back on at some point this year. Uh, thank you so much, sir. We, appre- we appreciate your time. Uh, go follow him on Twitter, at Botch Lombardi. Go check out his show on YouTube. It's absolutely fantastic. Let's you watch. Can- yes, absolutely. Uh, go follow-, follow our show on YouTube, Locked on Cowboys. We are free and available on all platforms. You can follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. B- McCool I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. We'll see you guys next time.